a very special episode 150. Oh, this is 153. Of the play of, what, what? Were you about to call us of the, the player one? Of play podcast. <laughs> um, uh, what can I say? Uh, it's... Uh, been a couple weeks. Um, yeah. I, I just, I desperately want to get that episode 150 back and do it right. But um, it was a good episode. That's all right. Awesome. We'll, 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 legendary. we'll keep, keep, keep moving forward here on the, uh, the our podcast about Japan and games and Japanese games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am your host, Mark Gamages McDonald. With me back, we've got the uh, we've got some regulars, we've got some new folks uh, taking it yes. around the horn here. Uh, this man is skipping E3 this year so that me and John can provide attendees a complete immersion. That is uh, JJ wrong about the Vita Epperson. What? Was I wrong? Oh, what was I wrong about oh, the Vita? This about? Again. That's right. I'm coming back with <laughs> science, JJ. I let you off last week. Oh, the porn what? game thing. That's right. The booby game debate that people might remember from. I don't even Player remember. Player One Podcast, episode number one. <laughs> uh, if you don't remember, JJ, take us back to what was the crux of our the Vita. The Vita is like the Sega Saturn of portables. It's nothing but porn games. <laughs> Wait, I, we didn't have the Sega Saturn. I didn't bring the Sega Saturn. I didn't bring that. I didn't say that before. No, but it is, it, it is essentially the Sega Saturn of so, portables. So... And to which I, there are many, many booby games as we talk about often in this show, especially Do in Japan. Do you see all these, see all these dangiki PlayStations? Yeah. This is probably. Do you see all these games with the girls and their legs and their I boobs? Do. Yes, and then, uh, yes, that is like a lot of the, uh, the coverage. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> however, my, my <laughs> argument was that it is still like a legit gaming machine in Japan, unlike what it is anywhere else in the world in a weird, in a weird thing. And that the games that sell the most are not those booby games. Did something happen in the last two yeah. weeks to... Well, I did a little research. Oh, my God. I did a little research to prove my point. Because, um, you know, I'm... Slowy. I'm always okay with being wrong. We all, we all know that. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I just happened to check out what the lab best-selling games have been on the Vita in Japan okay. over the last year. And so there's Minecraft, God Eater 2, Sword Art Online, Last Song, which I'd never... I think I'd heard of that. Mostly but boobies. Apparently sells really well. It's actually well. a pretty good game. Um, yes. There you go. Uh, Project Miku, which, yes, there are breasts in that game, but I don't know call it a booby game. Yeah. Uh, Border, borderline. Winning like Post anime. 8, where there are, like, some of those horses are probably female. <laughs> um, Gundam Breaker 3... Uh, which, yes. Um, uh, yeah, arcade port. Attack on Titan, Super Robot Wars 3, One Piece, some crappy One Piece game, Tokyo Xanadu. Uh, Point being, it's a legit gaming. Give it. You have to give it that. I the wouldn't games say those charts. games are like legit games. What you, like, but, a, but those are not Attack just booby on, games. Attack on the Winning Post 8? I'm Come saying on. they're not well, They're not like... The okay, they, there's not, a huge market here for booby games. There are a lot. What my point wasn't that they sold the most; that there is a deluge of booby games on the system that way outnumber the legitimate you games. You're like dismissing it as like a booby game system. It is. All right. Well, if that if that doesn't convince just be, you, just because this list of games do not have boobies in them, some. In some Portal respect, line. doesn't necessarily just, just because all of the most popular games doesn't are... necessarily. Well, I mean, it's like there's a you know a whole bunch. Of if games. this is your first time listening, there are a lot of every games. episode is like. I this. think you could, I think <laughs> you could make an, uh, a case for either way. <laughs> Interestingly, I will say though, so Severed came out. Yes, uh, just Ooh. as we're recording this, the today, game the game that stole my idea for which yes, <laughs> it did. The, we we might have had an idea. Well, probably, to be fair, probably a lot of people had yeah, the same sure. idea, which is. <laughs> 
which is basically as near as we can tell. And there's a lot of stuff added about this. I thought the most recent trailer that they've seemingly added to the right. game. I don't, have you seen the most recent trailer? The launch I trailer? haven't. You should check it out. It's really cool. The game looks awesome. I have not played it yet. I'm super excited about it. Looking yeah, I really forward want to, to play it. it. And I, like interestingly uh, about it, um, I was going to say it looks a lot like Cross Swords, the old Neo Geo game. Yes. But now mm-hmm. with like touchscreen controls. Yeah. Uh, the art style, it has a really interesting, cool uh, art style. Those guys at Drinkbox are known yeah. for from Guacamelee and stuff like that. Yeah, but so I was, That's what I was going to say. The art direction is beautiful in that game. Art yeah. direction is super awesome. But I think the most interesting part about it and the reason that I uh, started talking about it is that sure. it is just, right now, just announced for Vita. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's pretty ballsy. That's it. For a Western developer. Super ballsy. And I mean, I'm going to guess. I literally have not heard anything about this. We don't know those guys or whatever. If if I make that game, of course, that's eventually going to come to other. You'd be stupid not to put that thing out on anything with just a touchscreen. Right. Assuming it's only using the touchscreen, which I don't even know that. But even just to launch on Vita, I think is, is that's pretty cool. That is super rare yeah. to have something like that, especially something that has a little bit of buzz like that game does. So uh, I know a lot of people out there really like decry the lack of uh, Vita support. And so my basic thing is if you really like put your money where your mouth is, if you believe that and show a developer that leads on Vita, if not maybe even is exclusive to Vita, yeah. has their game, like show them some some love. Um, yeah. Hopefully it's going to get a lot of attention. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's like it's kind of like a Blue Ocean strategy. They're basically releasing a game into a void. And, I mean, people own it. If you could get everyone who you yeah. know, owns well, I mean, a Vita to buy your indie if, game, you if, can definitely sell some numbers. If you own a Vita, you don't got other games to play, so you, you'll probably buy that. I mean, if I had a Vita, I probably would. If you don't, I think you just made their argument for them. What you no, no, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's like a you Blue have, Ocean strategy. They're like releasing it into like basically... Legit games that you can only play on the Vita, I think, are yeah. very few and far yeah. between outside of Japan, where it's, you know, a, a, a wonderland of Vita goodness. <laughs> uh, continuing on, um, you didn't really catch on my quote from the uh, Nintendo press release about uh, we are focusing so that it can provide attendees a complete immersion. Oh, oh yeah, I did see I did see that. Like, I don't understand it. Well, we'll get we to will that. We will get later. to that later. We don't don't worry. I just wanted to put that out here up front that uh, the Nintendo talk is is looming. Uh, just came out. It's very fresh as we're recording this. So uh, don't you worry, folks. We will get to it. You might want to skip right to the news if you uh, just absolutely <laughs> can't wait come back we won't be offended um this guy won't be offended either although he does get surprisingly easily offended um he uh he will also be connected with the world of animal crossing for dedicated game systems that is roy blakely i hope to be yes yeah how you doing you excited about that uh well honestly i'm like the announcement just to be clear yeah was that uh, we'll talk about this in depth later again Mm. but uh, it's hard not to mentioned tidbits up front is that the next two uh mobile games from nintendo will be fire emblem and uh animal crossing and as part of that the animal crossing was announced that it's going to actually interact with some game for a dedicated system didn't Mm. say the system or how or anything more than that but uh yeah what do you think uh well um i mean i'm i'm hopeful that sounds good but i guess like I'm, I've cooled off substantially on Miitomo, so like I just want it to be very different from that. It did also, say that they, they did specify that these games are going to be more like game experiences, right? That would be than, good, yeah. Than yeah. yeah. And then the other thing is like uh, I played the last 
the last Animal Crossing game, the like Good, yes. Happy Home Design or, or whatever. No, the one with the um, amiibos. Or the Wii one. Oh, yeah, the festival. That one, it festival. was, it was the board uh, it was game. Pretty one rough, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I really hope it's also very different from that because right. I feel like Animal Crossing for like New Leaf was one of my favorite games of all time. Right. And then it's like Happy Home Designer, and I'm like, eh. And then it's like the amiibo thing, and I'm like, Ugh. right. So now I just really hope it's going to start off going bit. back up. Right, in right, the right. New it's, Leaf ready for, it's ready for a comeback. Yes. in your book. Yeah. They did. They did also say that the. The phone will be the phone. The mobile version will be a game in its own right. Like it mm. will interact with it, but it's not like a you know, it's not like a map, or like a radar <laughs> for right. for Animal Crossing yeah. or something. If it's they not just like a, re- if they just released a fishing the fishing the that boat. would be awesome. Your phone is right. the boat, or it's like yeah, just one way to gather that you can't yeah. do it and just the, organize and your like nuts. We're and spoiling the news. Oh, okay, sure. you're we'll right. Uh, we'll keep moving. Um, Let's see. Uh, our next uh, regular here is a, a hockey fan again after a, a 23 year <laughs> hiatus. <laughs> that is uh, John Rosegold Ricciardi. I'm not going rose gold. You're not. No. Oh. I'm going space gray. Really? Oh. Yeah. You're not. Gonna... I almost went rose gold. Just I, fucking ball I got, out. Man. I got nothing against rose gold, but yeah. uh, I space gray just looks too cool. I don't know. I like it. Really? Yeah. You don't want to just, like, ball out, pull that thing out at meetings, just be like, yeah, well, that's it, deal with it, rose gold. You know, Wintern had one of Eight those, and we know, we know how pretentious that makes you look when you have the, like, champagne-colored laptop, so that's I true. think I'm going to have to go with the uh, Didn't with the you more. just buy, a, don't you have a MacBook Pro? My MacBook Pro is my main computer, like, at home, but, like, it's too heavy, to, it's a Retina Pro, it's the first one, it's too heavy to, like, right. be taken around everywhere. I need a thing to just, like, whip out at meetings and, like, Use for work like day to day. That's always going to be in my bag. My Air is three three years old now. It's like slow as hell. So so you're I going would, for a MacBook instead of getting a new Air. I'm going to get the MacBook. Yeah, right. Yeah, you took a little online poll. And my birthday's coming up next week. It's like time nice. to treat myself. Oh, I don't no, buy stuff birthday. enough. Yeah, yeah. No no love out there for the Air anymore, huh? Like I really like mine. I put it to Twitter and I got a ton of feedback, but ninety five percent were like, "Don't go Air, it's over." Right. Um, I guess there's going to be a new MacBook Pro soon that's going to be light like the Air, apparently. Yeah. And I don't need a Pro. Expects. Yeah. I just need. I just want something light and kind of cool. To take. You're around, not going to so. game on this thing. Nope. Pretty much at all. Just work basically. Okay. Yeah. The, the so. thing with processor technology and stuff right now is that. They've kind of hit like a, a limit for how fast things can get, and so everything now is going to get smaller and you know uh, more efficient and stuff like that. So basically, eventually, there's not going to be a need for a small computer type computer because they're just all going to be small. Yeah, they just refreshed like last week too, so it's better than the first version that, that came out last good year. To, yeah, to get one right after a, a refresh, I always yeah. get stuck in the middle, and then yeah. it's like, uh, you know. I never, I never really get screwed buying one right before uh, a refresh, but mm. buying one right after, if you've been waiting for a while, is a good idea. Sure. And as far as hockey goes, I watch the playoffs every year. Uh, I oh, know. really? I don't watch Very the regular season. Very quietly, I see. <laughs> well, Without saying anything on Twitter or social media uh, or any of us noticing. Because it's not fun to tweet when your team is getting their asses kicked for like the last 20 years. Yeah. They're finally good again. As so, I know lots of people that so do people that. Don't, don't I'm know. not a bandwagon jumper, and I don't change I, Teams. No, there's no implication of that. There know? doesn't have to be. I've been the same teams my whole of life. Course, no. as, as a Dolphins fan, I totally understand that thought process. As a what? Who like, fan? Why are you a Dolphins the fan? Miami Dolphins. You watch? You don't watch sports. Don't pretend. Well, because the Dolphins are terrible. Okay. <laughs> well, um, playoff hockey is the best. Like It's so you, awesome. To be it's clear, so you're an Islanders fan. The Islanders are, won the first round of playoffs for the first time. Since 93. Since 93. Yeah. So 20, 23 years. Um 
Yeah, you excited? You I'm super it? excited. Yeah, it's awesome. Are they um, gonna go all the way? Probably not, but it's still nice to. They gotta uh, have some confidence, hope. man. Well, you know, I I lived through the dynasty. They won four cups in a row, and I watched them all. So, like, yeah, I, were they big in the eighties? For some were, reason, they were the best like Islander team fan in the eighties. But from like nineteen eighty 1980 to nineteen eighty four, okay, before Edmonton took over. But like that okay. was like before Gretzky, basically. But like. Yeah, they had, like, just an amazing run, like, where they were just, like, the best team for four years running. And, like, you know, I got to experience that. So, like, as a sports fan, there is never going to be better. than no one. That's so rare for that to even happen. Four years in a row, the same team winning. And uh, <coughs> every sport I've had, I've fortunately, my team has won, except for basketball. The Knicks have never won a championship while I've been alive. Ah. So, I'm still waiting for that. But, uh... But still, it's awesome to see them in the playoffs again. Playoff hockey is so much fun. Um, I used to play hockey when I was a kid. Like, I just love watching the playoffs. Like, your heart, like, gets a workout just watching a hockey game. So. Do you, do you own the Mighty Ducks on DVD? No, I don't. I don't I'm not, <laughs> Those no. are great movies. Speaking of Canada. <laughs> yeah, I was going to uh, say, you're more Canadian than I am, man. <laughs> speaking of Canada, um, uh, finally rounding out our, uh, our cast here, our special guest, uh, longtime listener, first-time caller. Uh, he not only works at YouTube, but he's also a client. That is uh, lead UX designer and friend of the show, Mr. Jason Origin Bento. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, it's thank you been for being awesome. here. Yeah. I got that reference. We had a thank you. We had a long <laughs> talk when we first started. Uh, we've known each other for a while now, but when we first started talking about like, do you think Bento is his real name? <laughs> I get that. He really all he does time. really like Japan. Like, would he <laughs> could he have changed his name because Wait, he so really likes Japan? It, 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 we just it, it really is legitimately. Yeah, it is my name. It's actually Sal Bento. It's like Saint Benedict or Saint Saint Paul. Oh. But um, usually Sal is. Dropped because there's like a space in between, so most systems don't allow spaces. So bento is usually. What I get I it. For. I feel that. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they get the capital D in McDonald and they make a space and it's all ugly well, and terrible. I mean, we, we as foreigners in Japan deal with this all the time. Whenever someone requires our middle name or something like that. Yeah. So people don't have middle name. Have we talked about this on the show before? I don't think so. So my wife took her old name and made it her middle name. Yeah. But it's kind of weird because in Japan. Well, yeah, it, it it works out perfectly because by default, yeah. <laughs> by default, gender Japanese, you don't have a middle name, and then it's like the whole maiden name thing. What do you do? Exactly. Did you? What did your wife do? Basically the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then it's weird because for legal reasons. Anyway, it's weird. Uh, Japan's weird. Japan is. <laughs> Would you agree? Weird. I agree. Yeah. Now that you're here, uh, so so you are. Uh, we work with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're also, I think, fair to say, we're friends with you. I think so. Okay, we're pretty good friends. Um, and um, <laughs> he likes us. But you come to Japan. You've been to Japan uh, many times before. Yes, I try to come at least once a year. And you have a channel. My my reference in your intro there is you do have you do work at YouTube. I do work at YouTube, but you also have a channel that focuses on something that might be of interest to people who listen to this podcast what is that what's your elevator pitch for your youtube channel uh, you so toys you no i do not know so i play uh japanese games on my youtube channel yes and i don't speak any japanese so yes. my whole pitch is i get the community to actually help me out to figure out jrpgs mostly <laughs> to actually get to where i need to go and some of the games you played you were playing xenoblade chronicles x yes you i bought a, imported a wii u when you were uh, here last time i, I was I like yeah, yeah you should get wii this the, the, the limited edition pack yeah uh, i think it was john who was like yeah you just totally get this thing i'm like how do we even pre-order a game a yeah. console alone yeah. in japan 
And that was an, an interesting experience as well. But you did it, and I you brought it, it home, I and did. you streamed the shit out of that shit. What else? Uh, what else have you been playing recently, on or off your your channel? Uh, off my channel right now, Grand Blue uh, is something huh. I've been trying because it has a nice english version yeah why don't we talk uh, about that so because uh, some of the other yeah. guys have been playing that a little right. bit too right so uh I, i've kind of about it i've kind of it surprised me a little bit i thought it was very much like uh you know one of these games that right from the get-go they're like just dump money into money, me money, and, money. Yeah. yeah but it's actually like they give you story characters that are pretty decent and you can you can get along very easily uh with just the story characters. This is Grand Blue Fantasy, by the yeah. way. It's a, it's an iOS and Android game. So, like the game, the basics of the game is what? Like what kind uh, of? So you straight up RPG. Kind of. It's kind of like a. Um, trying to think of a comparison to make with another game, but it's like two D. Like you know, you got your enemies on the left side, your your dudes, your team of dudes on the right in battle, and there's like yeah, in battle, and there's little buttons that you can like select a character and mm-hmm. have them do their special attack, or you can just hit like the attack button, and then each each character will do one attack. So it's like a turn based turn based battle, yeah. yeah. But overworld with towns and things, no, or is it just all battles? You can also do summons, it's, yeah. Summons, but all summons. battles. No, all, well, no there's story. There's, no, there's, no, there's a lot. There's, yeah, there's a lot of story. So how does it work? Just well, describe it's like, how the game works. So you've got you've got like a very basic 2D map with like nodes, and each node is like you go here. Okay, it's it's like a little island in the sky because the whole game takes place in this open, vast blue sky. Lots sure. of airships. And oh, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. yep. So then you click on like an island. And you can either, crystals in there anywhere, maybe? Of course, crystals. Yes. Oh, nice. I, I haven't okay. seen crystals. Oh, you mean yeah, as, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's like your rare currency that you used. Maybe a big tree somewhere. No, no. Talking about how it sounds like Final Fantasy. No, it sounds no like tree. every JRPG so so far. Yes. Well, just with the airships and the Pretty crystals much. and shit. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so you're going around on this right. world map with nodes kind of yep. things, yep. selecting stuff, and then... Mm-hmm. Each, each node has, like, a number of quests that you can take in that node to, like, yep. you know, clear out the area mm-hmm. and... Quests involve you, like, basically using your stamina or whatever they call it in this mm-hmm. game to... AP, I think. To basically, you know, go through fight by fight and beat enemies and get drops and and basically build up your characters. Okay. Yeah. So how um, does the story come about, then? Well, the story is, like, you kind of fall into this group of people and, like, this this one girl, like, I don't know, she, like, soul binds with you or something, so you have to, like... That's what they call it in this game. Th- I don't know what the actual term is, but it's, like, if she dies, you die, and if you die, she dies, so you have to, like, kind of protect each other. Sure. Yeah. And, um... But, I mean, is it just told, like, Fire Emblem style, like, two people appear before a battle and talk a bunch, or, pretty like, much, yeah, yeah. Pretty much that. I yeah. think it actually does uh, something pretty smart, where if you're, uh, don't want to read anymore, you just press skip and yes. actually give like a nice little summary like, of like exactly. what happened interesting i do oh. that every single time yeah. now because they talk too much <laughs> yeah Sometimes how is the how is the text though are the, the characters not interesting enough where you want to it's just too much text it's too much okay. like a lot of times what they're saying could be like cut in half in terms of the number of messages okay yeah so it's like and it's it's not really funny too you know they have their running jokes like there's like this this flying lizard thing and whenever anybody calls it a lizard he gets pissed so of yeah. course it happens like every fucking time oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah sometimes what i'll do is i'll read it all and then i'll be like okay i didn't really i didn't really get all that and then i'll do the skip you can do the skip like at the end and then get the nice little synopsis too mm. so I, I really like that feature um the one thing i'll say though that game is far too complicated for its own good. Mm. It is, like yeah. there's there's 10 million menus i'm finding new menus like every day that i'm playing <laughs> right like, yeah and like 
you know, even just like, let's say you want to change the gender of your character. It's like this one tiny little button that you can only get to from a certain status menu. Mm. It's like, you know, it's very basic things like that are hard right. to find. Right. Um, there's like a casino. It's like, there's just so many layers uh, and it's just a little overwhelming. It's very uh, popular in Japan, so like it's you know it's, it's certainly there. Literally, there certainly... there's a they com- there's a commercial every commercial break on every TV show. Right. Yeah. Even and I mean, train you... stations there's like gigantic ads everywhere mm-hmm. for everywhere. it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yep. you, I could see the appeal. I mean, I played it for a few days. My my big thing is is like yeah, it's too much talking. Not and I'm playing it in English too. There's nothing wrong with the text. I mean, it's fine, but it's just like too much of it. Like yeah. sometimes even if you have even if you have really great writing, it's it's kind of a crime to not chop it in half because you're spending all this time reading and reading and reading and it's not like you're reading Shakespeare or anything. You know? What do you like, what do you pay for? What would you <clears throat> potentially pay for? Like what is the pay mechanic? Same thing as any other game. Yeah, like the rare crystal. currency to roll on like different gacha characters. Okay. But when you do it, it's not just characters actually, it's summons, which are like these, you know, summon monsters that you equip. Straight out then, of Final Fantasy. And then yeah, weapons. Summons. And then certain rare weapons have a character attached to them. So in addition to the weapon, you get a character. Hmm. Um, and the cool thing that I actually like about the characters is uh, they come with their own little storyline. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of like learn more about them. And through the storylines, you actually earn the new skills as well. Okay. And I like that because I played like Monster Strike and I remember being like, oh, this character is really cool. I really like the way they look. Yeah. But I can't really learn anything about them. They don't even have like a description or anything. Uh, so I kind of like to at least hear this character's voice and know what they're, they're right. about. That's the only time I ever read anything actually is when it's the... Backstory. The, yeah. Have you, huh. either of you guys, any of you guys, I guess I should say, spent any money on it? No. 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 Nope. I never no. have spent money on it. Wow. So do, do you run up against something where you're like, oh, I, I really want this guy or I see this thing online or I mean, it seems pretty ineffective if you're well, all just happily playing it as a, as a free game and they, not paying anything at all. They're really good with their events. Uh, they have a lot of tie-in events, and they have a lot of like limited time things. Mm-hmm. So There's just a about, Street Fighter event going on. That just ended. That last oh, week, wow. I guess. Yeah. yeah, Street Fighter 5. And I guess when the 5 event happened, they brought back the 4 event, which they had done before. So like oh. you could do either one. What would you, for example, what is a street, was involved in a Street Fighter so event? So like, well, I did the Ultra Street Fighter 4 one a mm-hmm. bit. Like, and like, they'll give you a character right off the bat, like Ryu, and you can use him during the event only but if you use him enough you build up his loyalty to yeah. a certain point where he'll stay with you after the event is over like right. you can keep him it's like ryu's in your party and just talking yeah. to people like hey what's awesome. up i'm ryu i'm from like <laughs> there, 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 there are street fighter specific storylines but yeah. but i mean and you can use him in anything you can use him in the regular quest too as just a character but like yeah you could there's street fighter specific you know shadowloo whatever garbage going on and you're it doesn't like doesn't seem like it. It, it, it seemed like there was like a whole world and a whatever. Is there a fiction where like, oh, there's time portals opening everywhere? Yeah, they introduce like reasons for these things. Yeah, mm. like there's you know there might be one where like, oh, a portal opened and this car- these characters suddenly appeared and they do their story and everything and they oh they left oh, they went back home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my, like, any, like any good fanfic, you need a portal. Oh my god, <laughs> portals. The collaborations are the best part of these games, though. They're really fun and like. So I think we talked about this on the podcast already. I, I feel like I've, we've said this, but but like this is in English in the Japanese version. They yeah. unlocked an English we did language talk about option. This. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't know if the actual game is out official in the West, but a it's lot not, of people no. are just getting the it's Japanese not, okay. one and playing it in English. Yeah. That's what I did. I just went to the Japanese uh, store. store and just Maybe there's a it. bigger push happening for the West or something. I guess we don't know. Maybe they're really just beta testing so. it or something. Yeah. Who knows, mm-hmm. I mean, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, um, one thing you were talking about reminded me of something else, Roy, which is the menus and the uh, 
horribleness of them. Oh, should we talk about? Are we Neo? talking about Neo? Yeah, let's talk <laughs> I about thought you were talking oh, about Dark Souls. Boy. Well, Dark Souls. <laughs> also, we could have gone there, but uh, we'll get uh, back to that a, segue. Dark Souls is like pretty good compared to Neo. Neo, yeah. So um, the alpha just again, as we're recording yes. this, launched last yesterday in Japan. So we didn't have a whole lot of time with it, but I did play it a bit. And um, I'm going to let you go first, JJ, because I don't want to like... I think we're probably on the same page with this because I saw some tweets from you about it yeah. after I like kind of rage quit the game. The game. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm curious. Yeah. So so Neo kind of the... We didn't really know it at first, but it's like, oh, it's actually like Koei Tecmo making kind of a Dark Souls right. kind of game. Team Ninja developed yeah. Dark Souls-like... Um, based on a property they announced at the launch of the PS3, uh, based on some sort of movie that's about a white samurai, a white guy mm. samurai. That's uh, always based on. Hey, this guy's. This is Tom the guy. Tom Cruise. I was gonna say Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it's wait, funny why? because like if what? this. No. No. Tom Cruise. What? The, last, samurai. last samurai. Last samurai. No, it's God, not based okay. on that. It's based on off something else. But it's funny because I was just thinking like if this game was made in the West, people would fucking lose their shit. Yeah. Um, but it is made in Japan, so it's okay, guys. <laughs> um, my wife just like small aside about the main character and the character designs, which like I remember friend of the show Jake Casdall being on our TGS podcast. Yeah. And oh just, yeah. Like, gushing jizzing all over like the art direction and the like the technical really? beauty of no. something that they showed at TGS which I remember did look impressive yeah but I'm like looking at the game like okay first of all the main character looks like a super fucking like loser npc from the witcher yeah he looks <laughs> no, he, like, bad like my wife my wife walked past and is like who's that old guy like, that, <laughs> like that you're playing as cuz he has like white a white hair ponytail li- chest opened out i'm just like what is <laughs> is this character design when they outsourced the models for the witcher 3 to some chinese company <laughs> and they sent the when the chinese company was done with the models and they send them back to the Witcher people, and the Witcher people touched it up to be to the quality standards. Yeah, they also sent that <laughs> the same with, model, the same model to yeah. Koei Tecmo. They, and they accidentally just, CC'd Koei Tecmo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. and they just used it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I had to say, like the well, okay. Uh, sorry, yeah, I was let's gonna let you go. So you sorry, go. it was it was so it's the Dark Souls like from yes. Koei Tecmo. Yep. Um and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the it's alpha version. Alpha version so of the game. Super early. It's just a demo. You can play it now. Right. For and they a are accepting. Time. They're accepting feedback. They want people to send in feedback. Yeah, which is good. Yes. I want to send them a long laundry list. Yeah, um, but Maybe they'll just listen. We'll just send them this podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll see. We we'll attach um, this to the same email with the Witcher um, model. So yeah, like I guess where to start? The thing is, is that the game. I'm a very tolerant person when it comes to. <laughs> gameplay systems that are obtuse right. like I've on obviously this, you like uh, what's that Sega game Gun, Gun Valkyrie yeah, yes. I love yeah. Gun Valkyrie yes. story Chris. you don't even need to talk <laughs> yeah, okay. just, you like Gun Say Valkyrie no but um, <laughs> yeah. the, thing, the thing about uh, Neo is that um, unlike Dark Souls uh, when you run out of stamina your character basically gets stunned can't move can't do anything Ooh. yeah um, sits and, there breathing heavy yeah sits there breathing heavy and um, unfortunately, this happens a lot. Like three attacks, four attacks, 
And then you're just like, Bleh. you can't move or do anything. Are you swinging like a tree trunk? What no, you well, no, you're swinging. <laughs> you're just swinging a sword. Um, and, just uh, as fun as an adjunct to that is in the demo, at least anyway. Yeah. First enemies, whatever, kill you in pretty much one hit. Yeah, they kill you in one or two hits until you get armor. Yeah. Um, uh, of which there is way too many. But e- and even once you get armor, some of the guys, like the axe guy yeah. and stuff, will still yeah. kill you in, in one hit. It, the, um, I think what bothers me the most... So, okay, on the whole stamina thing, apparently there's a system, and I was trying to use it last night, but I couldn't get it to work well, um, is that, like, you can... Like, like in Gears of War, you can... Uh, like hot reload. What did they call that when you had the, yes, the I, bar? Yeah, w- what you're talking about. Yeah, I but forget. basically active reload. I active reload. Like that, so yeah. like at the end of a combo, if you hit the R1 button to like change a stance, your stance or whatever, there there are different stances. Than the game, way you change your stance to Bushido Bit Blade like is also weird. You like hold down th- an R button and then hit one of the four face buttons right. for the four different like having huh. your sword up high would be triangle while you're holding r1 you hit triangle and then he raises it up and now he's in high stance and the attacks are different which i think this is a cool idea <laughs> yeah i love the, the execution sometimes it just doesn't feel like it works really bad the execution mm. yeah i mean because you can and you can switch really fast so you can imagine somebody getting really good and with a different weapon you know if you have your sword held to the right it, the, the attacks are really, f- just to make a real simplistic example, your attacks are really fast, but they're not as powerful, but you're more stealthy, you're more, uh, yeah, stealthy, quick character. Right. Whereas you go up, you're going to be making big, hard slashes, and you're going to mm. maybe have a, a longer range, etc. And it would be different with all weapons, so it would be a real deep, subtle system, but like... The way you change the attacks is fucked up, and then just other parts of the controls. It doesn't feel like... The thing about Dark Souls is that you can buffer in commands as you fight. Mm. Um, And in this game, there might be a buffer, but if there is, it's super small. So, like, it's hard to, like, really get the controls going. So, like, the active reload thing will, after a combo, if you hit the R1 button, change the stance or whatever, it will replenish your stamina to a certain extent. Right. Um, and people have been able to use this to like really get good or whatever, but like it just like the stamina bar is so small and so out of your field of vision. It's like I can't like monitor uh, that. Right. Um. So like basically, you have to you know do like a couple of small. You got to be really conservative and do like a couple of attacks, or you have to really learn back. it really well. Exactly. Like, to what? And so we're playing this on our. This is again on our first impression of it. I only read about that afterwards. The game does not, and a lot of people were sharing stuff with the, each other online. Yeah. Because the game does not do. In a not in an intentional way, a good job of explaining at least in this alpha. Again, this is just an alpha. Right. The they mechanics. they tell you about it when you. So one thing I do like about the game mm-hmm. is that when you pick up items from a dead body, mm-hmm. the dead you'll like hear the dead body's memories, which is kind of cool in like I a story that. sort of yeah, way. Right. Um, the shitty thing is though is that the voices are in Japanese and the text is in English and the font is like. Tiny seven point yeah on an HD TV. A lot of Japanese I can't developers fucking, do that. I can't lot, fucking read any of it. A lot of Japanese developers do that all the way back to like Dead Rising, like the yeah. first HD games. Like if I was playing this on my PC, I wouldn't mind. But if I'm on the other side of the room on my HD TV, yeah. I'm like, oh, what is that saying? So here's my my biggest problem with the game are the controls, and it, this yes. is the like. Oh, so I'm not so far what I saw. I was not a huge fan of your main character, which is kind of rough. I liked it how he looked a lot better once I started putting on armor and other stuff to basically hide yeah, him. The armor is <laughs> okay. Yeah, the enemies were okay, but didn't like. There's really only like four of them. Grab me either. 
the world was fine, whatever, like very much like a Onimusha, kind of like a medieval Japan kind of ghosty motif cool. kind of thing. Everything was too dark. I couldn't tell where I was going. The the, the problem mostly was with the, the control. My problem was with the control. So yeah. like you lock onto a guy and like these are, uh, these are problems that like I, I thought were solved. Like you don't need to, <laughs> yes, to yes. redo anymore. Like when you lock onto a guy and you move around, if you run back towards the camera, your guy breaks. He's no longer locked on and facing the Z targeted. Like this is like Zelda fucking one hundred one yeah. shit. He no longer is facing the thing that he's locked onto. So like moving your target around is that one little thing totally fucks stuff up. Especially because if you get hit in the back, it's like tons of damage, and you can easily die in one hit just well, trying like to reposition yourself. Facing where you're going to be attacking when you attack is all messed up. And yeah. then when you when you face multiple targets and switching between targets, it's all screwed up. Yeah. And that and then also the controls just feel like too loose. They're just too loosey-goosey, fast, yeah. weird, so like someone on Gaff made uh, some good points about the fact that the game doesn't really have any transitions between animations. Hmm, so like it's just like animation 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 there's right. no like swing the sword comes back and does this it's yeah, like that might be more yeah because i i didn't analyze exactly what it was but it just everything felt like off and disjointed and right. just loose like, so that's why it, it's it's hard to kind of predict what enemies are going to do because it's basically they stand there and all of a sudden shoot your swords out right right and like uh uh yeah it, the it's the fucked up thing is that like you know like, all the things that we said are totally true. The lock-on thing, like, I don't even understand what the lock-on does because it doesn't really lock you it's on. It's really weird. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like there's some other way for to a second. Z-target or something. I, I, no, well, no, no. That, that, that's definitely, like, just broken. But the the thing about it is is that, like, the stamina management is so weird and, and, and kind of, like, broken. Um, you really notice the fact that the enemies don't ever have a problem with their stamina. <laughs> they're like always if you they're in the game uh, instead of like seeing where people died, you know, in Dark Souls where there are blood stains on the ground, those blood stains are summonable AI. You know, what, so what's the deal? So there, are those actual people where yes, they died? Where they died, and then just the AI takes over what their character is, what weapon they had, what exactly. armor they had. Okay, right. and you beat them, and then you get some sort of multiplayer specific item or whatever. Okay, but the AI for them is like their AI setting is like super asshole. Con- <laughs> like continue <laughs> to attack at all times. They it's even just, grief you yeah, after they, they kill you. Because yeah. I, I was like, yeah, for a second, I was like, wait, was that? A-? They they appear like almost instantly. Yeah, I do like that when you die, you revive quickly. Like yes. that part is nice. No but, loading is nice. But when they when they when you summon them, they appear quickly. So I was like, oh, this is an AI guy. But then he actually like immediately attacks you. Then, yeah, he, of course he immediately attacked me. But then once I actually did it a few times, I was killing him. A lot, really? Like pretty easy. Yeah, see, yeah. like I was like I was like level seven or eight, and I summoned a level one guy. And, like oh, I can do this. This is no problem. Right. And like he's got so much health, and he just. I was just spamming attacks anything. and killing them like four out of five <clears throat> times. But I was dying a lot and in a way that felt unfair. Like playing this game, I noticed a lot of subtleties. I haven't played a lot of other Dark Souls likes from anybody else except for There aren't, Dark many, Souls, aren't right? that many out there. Exactly. So like playing another one similar to like playing The Division after Destiny, yeah. I kind of realize a lot of things that I kind of take for granted yeah. about mm. about Dark Souls and one of them is is really like a lot of people talked about it early in the Souls games, but like feeling like okay, I died, but like that was fair or yep. like I yeah. know now mm. what I can do or whatever. And like 
a lot of that was missing from the very start of this game. It was right. just like, what the fuck? I just died out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you even just, for a Dark Souls game, it was yeah. like, that was really just out of nowhere. And it felt unfair in a way that somehow <clears throat> the Dark Souls games don't. Yeah. Wow. Um, What's so, the internet response been so far? Mostly mixed. The mixed, stuff that really? I have seen on Twitter, and again, this is super early, and again, it's just an alpha, um, but the stuff I have seen has all been along the lines of what we're talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody be like... I, I've seen maybe one or two people be like, oh no, that mechanic changes everything. The the one that JJ was talking about that I didn't know about at all, so to maybe. be fair. Um, like maybe. the replenishing your stamina mechanic. you got to constantly be doing sure. that. But... I saw a couple of people talking about that, but not a lot of people were like, this game is totally misunderstood. It's awesome. It's whatever. Some people mm. were more like, it's okay. But a lot of people were just like, oh, this is, this needs a lot of work. Yeah. people. On, there are people on Gaff who are like super about it. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't read the Gaff thread to be I, fair. You know, I'm, I'm going to watch some videos, see how other people play, and I'm going to try it again. But there, I mean, there's but no a, matter what, the controls feel yeah, like that. The controls which makes feel me like that. not want to yes. explore. And it's definitely fixable stuff. Mm-hmm. But it makes me not want to like deep dive into it knowing more stuff. Right. You know, it's just like. At the end of the day, that needs to get fixed. Yeah. Like the controls are not tight and solid at all. They just feel like loose. And before we move bad. on, um, before we move on, uh, one other, a couple other things is that like after playing this, I realized like you know, man, Dark Souls isn't like a fluke. The fact that you know we're like on Dark Souls three and are like, oh, I'm tired of this formula or whatever is like actually <laughs> yeah, no I'm not tired about it. <laughs> those those games are actually fucking really well designed because you take Neo and they're they're they have random loot. Um, yeah, that was another interesting also choice. I think they I think they need to stretch for places to to distance themselves to distinguish themselves from dark souls i yeah i understand that and i think that's one but i'm not sure it's such a good it's idea it's not a good idea because i'm sitting uh, in menus like okay is this good is this good and so the way we got started on this the menus are terrible yes they're so fucking bad yeah. they really do make the menus in dark it's, souls it, look it, good which is saying something and like how <laughs> dark souls still Jason's not really like appreciably improve how have they not like gotten menus down yet? it's it's funny because like i, I was thinking like neo is basically what if dark souls was made by a japanese company because it's got, <laughs> ton, it's got tons of like really awful menus it's got like a bunch of gameplay systems that like i don't need like a branching skill tree for these See, weapons that, that i don't really give a shit about yeah then i'm open to thinking okay well maybe that'll be a cool another difference just like the stances where i'm like okay that's something that's at least different and there's maybe like a, that will turn into something cool there's like a guardian that i have to raise that part is weird i'm too. just like i don't need any of this let me play the game yeah I don't want to fucking play with your stupid menus. <laughs> the I mean, menus are not good. Maybe the menus just, are not good. I want to play the game. Your combat is what you should be like pushing forward, not all this other shit. So speaking of bad menus, yeah. Jason, I know you are a user interface designer. Yes, You're also a huge Dark Souls fan. You, huge, yes. yes. Did you finish 3 before you came? I really tried to, but I could not. Uh, but you were cl- you got close. I got really close, yeah. And really I was close. playing the Japanese version as well. Yeah. And you're playing the Japanese version. You're probably close to where JJ is now. You're pretty close to the end, too. Without spoiling anything again, still, please. I am in I am in the end game. Okay. Right. God, JJ's in the end game. Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> There's, uh, I, I, will the say, ends? I will say, for the people who are still playing the game, make sure that you find the optional areas. Yes. Because those are some of the best parts of the game. Oh, okay. That's good Dark to know. Dark Souls 1 was like that, too. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is very true. Yeah. What's your overall take on the on the game series uh i really like it 
Uh, it's not my favorite Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, I, is it I like, yours? No. Uh, well, I mean, Dark Souls 1 is... Oh, Dark, Dark, Souls, Dark Souls 1 is like Dark a Souls special... One, I was going to say, is my number one for sure. There but like, as like a, like taking out the importance of Dark Souls 1 as a game in gaming history, like I think Dark Souls 3 is, is, is just oh, as here, good. Well, here's a maybe a different interesting question. Bloodborne or Dark Souls 3? Dark Souls 3. Bloodborne. Mm. Really? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You really liked Bloodborne. I really like Bloodborne because yeah. Miyazaki changed the formula quite a bit, especially like how you approach uh, fighting enemies was very different from yeah. Dark Souls. Much more aggressive. Much more aggressive. Right. You, you have to earn that health back rather right. than like hiding in your... See, your that's shield. what I, I... That's when I've said this before on the show, but that's that's more what I expected from Dark Souls 3 was, was a mm. Bloodborne... Maybe not... I mean, it would still have a lot more aspects that were still Dark Soulsian, right. but I expected some kind of twist along the lines mm. of the um, the secondary weapon, the gun, yeah. whatever it was called in yeah. Bloodborne, something like that. For me, the, uh, what I why I place Dark Souls three so high is because Bloodborne, the second half of Bloodborne, is a little weak. Mm. It is, yes. and even Dark Souls, like the last, the back end of Dark Souls, is pretty. Eh, That's interesting because I thought I'd heard the opposite about Bloodborne because I stopped at the like. The moon part, like halfway through, it just gets really weird. It gets really creepy and weird. Okay, because yeah. my one of my complaints with with Bloodborne was actually that it was the environments were very samey, like mm-hmm. a, a large mm-hmm. number, especially of that first city. I got really tired of seeing basically different aspects of that first city, and people were like, "Oh, well, just wait, just wait, like keep yeah. keep going." Keep the going. DLC was great. Uh, I yeah, thought that the DLC it, was, it was really fantastic. Good, yeah. From you, yeah. I did you play the DLC, Jay? I. <laughs> I am still in the middle of the DLC. Okay. It is yeah. balls hard. It like, is really hard. They right. listen to the feedback that. of like, oh, Bloodborne's too easy. And they're oh, like, okay, easy, we're going to make something balls hard. Here no. you go. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but so far, the, the back half of Dark Souls 3 has been better than the first half for me. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's, yeah. good to, that's good to hear, too. I think my biggest problem with Dark Souls 3 is... I start seeing a lot of recycling from Bloodborne in there. Oh, yeah. I've heard people talk about yeah. that. Like, you like walk literally. by and, like, oh, I've seen that in Bloodborne That's or a... this enemy. And, like, this is just a reskin <laughs> enemy. Like, what do you guys yeah, There's do? Very, very, that, very you know, clearly like... there are assets that they is may Is that Witcher have... 3 guy in there? Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Is he one of the mobs? <laughs> Basically. Like white-haired, <laughs> ponytailed guys he might storm be in there. out of a... Yeah. But uh, my biggest surprise is the UI in Bloodborne is so much better than all the other Souls games, mm. but somehow for Dark Souls 3, they, they didn't they went back to shitty UI instead of yeah, instead of like learning from it and keep progressing. Forward. Yeah, like uh, I think my biggest problem is like you select an item and it gives you like six different choices for this item. Like I don't need all these choices. Like just give me two choices and I'm happy with it. Right. Mm. Um I I also the the fact that for items, like there's a equip screen and an item screen, and from the item screen you can't equip, and like if you try and equip an, an item, it's only for the slot that you picked, so you can't just like go in and equip a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's just like the one item. I was like, why is it like, like this? You you played the game right before you released yeah. it. Like you have people that just sat there and played the game. Like the use case that is what you do, like ninety percent of the time, is not accounted for. Like it's driving me crazy. No. Yeah. But I, that said, I do still have Dark Souls 3 sitting there. I am still looking forward to digging more into it because I'm a little down on it relative to a Souls game from you know the first whatever hour and a half that I've seen. But you know, relative to 
ninety percent of other games, I'm still pretty excited. It's better about than it, two. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh yeah. Way better than two. So yeah. Uh, I just I, I wish I could. There's this one boss fight. It's just. So don't, no, okay. I'm not gonna so say anything. Oh, territory. It's just like uh, so good. So right. Jason. Jason. Yes. Um, Jason. Let's talk about. Yeah, we know you have to go. You're not gonna be able to join us for no. the news, but I did want to talk to you before that about uh, a little bit about your travels and trips in Japan and mm-hmm. stuff like that because you've been to Osaka, Kyoto now. Uh, you've been here in Tokyo now. For those who are paying close attention, he's the Jesse Pinkman yeah, we referred to last week, the enabler who goes around and gets people to buy old I, games. I don't agree that uh, with that. I think uh, <laughs> Kevin Larrabee is my Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, I thought uh, Kevin Larrabee was that guy. Yeah, but last guys, time we went together, he just like would hand me games like you need to buy this, you need to buy this, you need to buy this. <laughs> All right, Kevin, I'll, I'll what do did it. You, what See, did you get? Per- what were some of those he games? He purchased his stuff. That's but right. He's like, I'll have everybody else he's buy it. He's living vicariously through you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. we're on to him. What have you bought or looked at or seen this week? What's been interesting in your in your travels around, going to various game shops, retro styling stuff, I, whatever. I think like the whole uh, scarcity issue like kevin said is a little exaggerated right Hmm. um i've seen a lot of games everywhere um but definitely in like the tokyo areas is definitely dwindling uh, in terms of like quantity and actually good stuff uh my favorite place of actually retro gaming now is in osaka really Uh, they have i think the the best uh, selection and better prices in general in denden town denden town mostly yeah Mm -hmm. super potato there super potato is Incredible there compared yeah. to this one in Tokyo. It's pretty picked uh, over here recently. Yeah, about a, it's oh, not, yeah, it's, it's you, not great. You mentioned on Twitter about uh, hearing about PC Engine games particularly yeah, going uh, these days. I've been, I went to a few shops and uh, chatted with the owners asking them, like, so what's the, the best-selling things now? And they're saying PC Engine is, like, the biggest thing. The new right hotness. Now. Interesting. Uh, it seems like there's a, the, that generation that grew up with a PC Engine are, like, really want to go back to it and are starting to buy that stuff. Well, and I think that, like, the first ones to go to, the obvious ones, are, like, the Super Nintendo, yes. and that, that happened. And then mm. it was even... And then probably PC Engine will definitely was more popular mm. here than, than, like, the Genesis yeah. was or whatever. But Sega also became really well-known, so I think that stuff got more picked over. And now it's kind of going into the, like, lesser-known systems of that same era, I yeah. think. So it makes sense. When I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. totally makes sense that PC Engine would be kind of happening right around now. Yeah. Um, but any... Uh, and did you pick up... Have you picked up anything you, uh, you were looking for? So... I was talking about the thing we were talking about today at lunch. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I used to have a 64DD. Uh, used to have. Used to have. I, I sold it off. robbed? No, no, I sold it off because what? I wanted like a, a packaged one. I only had the the sixty-four DD itself. Okay, well, then that's acceptable. You traded. Jason's to do a collector. That. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I'm like oh, yourself. No. Yes, you're I not. A, am no, a not gatherer. a collector. Yes. I'm a gatherer. Yeah. What, is, what is worse, someone who collects things or someone who just like gathers? Like you're one step away from hoarding. Just own it. Just fucking own it. A gatherer is not going to sell something just for not having the box. I like what I like. That's what I told my wife. I like what I like. So yeah, you know. So <laughs> uh, Okay. Yeah, so uh, I sold that off because I didn't have the box. and uh, So you've been shopping around for one in the, in the box here? Yeah, I've been looking for one for for actually the past three years, trying to find one with a pretty good deal. Prices are going up, right? I mean, uh, Prices are seem to go up. Uh, I usually find just the 64DD itself yes. for around like... Nine fifty to a thousand dollars here. Crap. 
God damn. Wow. Yes. It's up to that now? Oh, yeah. What'd yeah. you sell yours $950? Uh, I sold mine, uh, 64 no DD, with, uh, I was just missing two of the, the games that came with the 64 DD. I sold it for uh, 1500 Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. So you got some change for that? Yeah. I had Jesus no Christ. Idea. Yeah. I'm just gonna get pissed off. I was just like, man, a hundred, probably hundred fifty dollars no. something. I like, had all the games. Well, when I last remembered, it was like they were hovering. I mean, they've been like six hundred dollars. Yeah. You had like the rare games too. Five the two, or six the two super hard. Every single one. Oh really? Like every I, single I, one. I, yeah, because they got sent to us at EGM. Hmm. Yutaka hmm. sent to us at, <laughs> at EGM. <laughs> I got right mine here. I got mine from Kiyomi. Oh really? Yeah. Um, do you have all the games? No. Oh, okay. I just have the common ones. I mean, a few of them are still in the shrink wrap, so they're valuable, I know. But um, but I don't have Jesus the two like super-duper rare ones. When you when you were saying those prices, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> then I was like, wait a minute. Now you're pissed. Now, you're pissed <laughs> yeah. now I'm angry. So yeah. are you ready to spend? How much are you ready to spend on a yeah. boxed 64 well, that's, DD? That's, the, that's the question, yeah. I've been like, oh, how much would I actually spend on it? So there's actually two version, two boxes of the 64 DD. And so there's like an uh, older one that actually looks nicer, uh, I think at least. It's more of like the, the first uh, box of like the N64. I don't know if you guys remember, it's like kind of like hmm. blue and oh, uh, I remember. like yep. airbrushed. Yep. So that's the box I've been looking for for a while, but that is really hard to find. Hmm. Uh, and there's another version which is like really yellow, it's mostly like yellow and a blue stripe. Uh, hmm. That's the most common one you can find. It's weird there were two different ones. Well, so how much are you willing to spend? What do you What do you look? Uh, so at the time, I literally like blocked it out of my head. I'm like, I'm never gonna find a good one uh, with a good package for a decent price. But uh, luckily, I still haven't bought it yet. So I'm you better find it before yeah, this podcast comes out. You got two days. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I found one uh, actually. Uh, complete uh condition like beautiful cl- condition like minty fresh um <laughs> with uh missing the two uh rare games and it actually has all the promotional material around it as well okay so all the flyers that uh, they were giving out uh in akihabara and wow. even like a little carrying case for it uh and That's i found the it gatherers edition <laughs> yes yeah found much and i was line. surprised to see this thing sitting in a cabinet like this whole package sitting for like under 800 dollars. oh it's wow. gonna be gone tomorrow because i'm gonna run by it before you <laughs> why didn't you buy it right then and there i've, I've just been like oh that's a lot of money do i really need this thing again in my absolutely life absolutely not <laughs> um but like but you want it you should buy it but i think like investment wise like yeah it totally would make sense me picking it up and maybe down the road or your daughter's gonna need money to go to college (laughs) yeah daughter's college fund pitch it that way to the wife uh well if people want to tell you what you should do about this uh quandary where can they uh where can they find you they can follow me on twitter uh j21art and on my youtube channel wasabi galaxy there you go. All right. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for stopping by. Um, we will, uh, I don't know, we'll hear from you. We have to somehow resolve this for our listeners, what happened in the Great Mystery. So you'll Well, have they to can just... follow my YouTube channel, and uh, they'll definitely see what happens okay. there. Because yeah, I am nice. documenting my trip through Japan, and I'm kind of trying to come up with a, a kind of videos around 
how to retro collect in Japan if you're here, and not just going nice. to like Super Potato, but actually going out of the way and finding like these little shops. Don't tell people about Don't that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ixnay on the and I'm also doing like little 360 check. videos, so you actually feel like you're there as well. So as I'm walking around, oh nice you can 360 video, my god, the future, yeah. future's here. I YouTube. watched Coachella in 3D. There you go. Did 360. you on YouTube? Wow. On YouTube, there yeah. you go. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Jen's plugs was checks in the mail. Around. Send us money for that, Jason, when you get back home. Sure. Um, and tell the listeners where they can find YouTube on the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I guess that will about do it for Jason, but we will be back uh, oh, we right will. after a quick break. Stick around for Megaton News. All right, we are back with the NX News. N-X-E-W-S. JJ, go! NX! Oh, my God. Sorry. Wow. Glass that shattered that was... I'm, I appreciate that you tried to be epic, at least, because yeah. there is epic news that unexpectedly <laughs> just, like, happened all at once yeah. all over us. Uh, all over my face. Late, quiet <laughs> afternoon here and very late at night uh, in yeah. other parts of the world. But, uh, so this is breaking right as we're recording this And we're recording early this stuff. week, too, so yeah. you'll have to forgive us if more news breaks tomorrow or things are corrected or whatever. Yeah, I wonder, depending, so there's going to be, as we're recording this, a call in the morning. That bri- briefing. The- that is going to, yeah, pro- potentially clarify a lot of this stuff so we might have to even like append something onto here so listen to the whole podcast before you tweet us yeah or comment or whatever (laughs) uh because maybe we fix something that we screwed up but anyway let's get the like hot off the presses quick reactions to all of this stuff so of course the biggest news uh well i don't know there's there's a few things what is the biggest news arguably biggest news uh in summary nx coming out uh march of next year, yep. Um, Zelda also not coming out until next year, launching simultaneously on NX and Wii U. Surprise In to March. almost no one. No, they didn't say. March. I was going to say I don't think they said that it would be in March or even that it, yeah that yeah. it would be at launch or anything. I think they just said next year, right? Yeah, really. I, I think they just said next year, twenty seventeen. We can, which is I, like uh, I, would, I would bet money it's can launch. You, but can you imagine yeah, if this just is like a December next year? Title? It will oh, launch God, in twenty seventeen. That's it. Really? Did not say will be. With the, you can look it up on your phone if you want to waste a bunch of time. But, Just double checking. Um, so, uh, other little bits of news: they released a new piece of Zelda art. I'll get everything out there, and then we can talk about oh, it. I didn't see the art one by one. He's there's there's the art right there. He's it's not color, but there you go. Oh wait, I did see this. Yeah. The aforementioned announcement about the mobile games Fire yes. Emblem and Animal Crossing uh, coming in autumn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that appears to be in the West and Japan, since this was in the English press release uh, specifying Autumn, which is kind of crazy if there's been a full localized Fire Emblem game in the works all, mm. all this time. Those mm. guys have been really fucking busy. Um, well, Animal Crossing, too. I mean, and you have Animal, to, like, and Animal whatever it is, right. yeah. Uh, yeah, it, you know... 
And there's going to be a full. There's going to be a regular big boy console version of <laughs> Animal Crossing Two. Like, well, unless it connects to the 3DS version or something. You know, we don't know. That's it, true. It could connect. It could to be an, an older. Version. It could be an older game that it connects to. Although that would be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. If to your 64 would, DD. So how do that? Yeah, man. Um. So yeah. Wow. Uh. Where to start? Um. Oh, well, uh, last, I guess, thing, but also pretty shocking, uh, yeah. is that Zelda is going to be the only playable game at uh, E3, Zelda for the Wii U, and NX is not going to be at E3. I don't get it. According to... No, no, no. According to Nintendo. Their you found release. the official thing that says NX won't be at E3? NX will not make an appearance at the upcoming E3 video game trade show in Los Angeles in June and will be unveiled later this year. Really? Yep. So, uh, as a as amendment to this, there was um, some tweets and little bits of information from Wall Street Journal guy and the Nikkei, uh, some of which were that the price and... Uh, what else would be announced by the um, end of the year? Features, price, and software. Okay, at launch and other details to be announced by the end of the year. Uh, also, a quote from the uh, Nintendo president, uh, Kimishima uh, NX won't simply replace Wii U and 3DS. Um, just another thing you need to have on top of all these other things. And <laughs> another little like tidbit is the uh, we didn't like get into all of the numbers because they released like their financial results for the fiscal year that just ended at the end of March. But that uh, the Wii U is forecasted this fiscal year to sell eight hundred k eight hundred thousand units, and just for a comparison, it sold three point two million in yeah. fiscal year twenty fifteen. So ba- they're basically saying like. Yep, it's really like it doesn't sound like there are going to be a lot of big surprise Wii U mm. pieces of software this year. <clears throat> At least if there are, they're not expecting it to move a right. lot of new units. So what the hell are they going to do this Christmas? They got to have some big holiday game that we don't know about yet. Or, I don't think they do. Well, they must. I mean, they've. Got, I mean, we don't know about it. Obviously, but there's got. You can't just not have what a do big systems uh, seller. What we the use Mario exist that we know about so there's paper mario, paper mario. Is like the one basically <laughs> that's not a i mean is there anything else i mean yeah it's kirby it's pretty yeah. it's a pretty unprecedented situation i mean just that e3 i don't i don't know where to start because yeah, okay. we, we know that they're, they're not going to have anything else at e3 so like what could well, it be? that's really so hard to believe nothing else playable at e3 that's... and they do say that nx is not going to be at e3 but they don't say like this to me seems to leave i mean could they not they have to say or show something right like whether or not they have a different whether or not there's a different nx themed event or something like that uh, which is I why wish, they're not wish, doing e3 because since everybody's not doing e3 this year maybe that's that's the hot i wish thing. we could get the language that they used last year when they said that Zelda wasn't going to be at E3. Well, so that that is another interesting to bring up because they wanted to focus on the games that were going to come mm. out actually this year, which is kind of why it's weird. I mean, I think one of the things that they did say, I think to to kind of cover their asses for that kind of the hardcore people like us that are going to pick this stuff apart is like uh, Nintendo changes its approach to the show every year. Is the first <laughs> ah. line to their E3 announcement. So it's like, uh, yeah, about that thing we said last year. <laughs> yeah, uh, that doesn't count this year. Yeah, it's going to be a little different. But like, any way you cut it, it's it's strange. Like there must be pieces that we don't know about. There's well, obviously pieces we don't know about yeah. in play here. But but 
We do know that Nintendo has the same basically size booth space that they have at every E3. Do we know that? Yeah. Okay. Well, they, you've got to get immersed, man. So, they need that well, space to, for immersion. Keep, keep in mind, this is they didn't mention this at all today, which is either odd or maybe very intentional, but this is the 30th anniversary of Zelda year, right? So, like, just because it's going to be all Zelda in their booth doesn't mean that's going to be the only Zelda, right? Maybe there's going to be, like... Maybe there's something new that well, we don't know about. Well, it's going to be the only or... playable. Wii U Zelda is going to be the only playable game in their booth. Now, right. they could have all kinds of movies. I mean, one of the things that I don't think this is anything, but what if what if NX, I don't know, like what if there's some special way to display the games or to show the games off to the public? What if that, that's going to take up a bunch of space and you're just going to see the different games? What if... What? At the Nintendo World Championships at E3, there are no which, which they World have not. Yeah, they haven't announced, but they're going to announce it. <laughs> <laughs> the last game is Super Mario NX, <laughs> and Fred Savage shows up. <laughs> Lucas, everybody from the Wizard. Technic, they're like technically this is not at E3. This is at the Nokia Theater. Sure, <laughs> therefore it is playable. Sure, it's the Nintendo World Championships. Uh, it's it's strange to put the focus on the Wii U version of the game where at the, whereas at the same time yeah. they're also saying that it's coming out on another system like I don't know it just it just seems very odd like their booth could definitely be built around maximum okay we want to get as many people to touch Zelda as possible because this game is like the end all be all amazing and so it's just like decked out with Zelda playables because otherwise you have a line of like a bazillion mm. years. Okay, that's true. But, like, no playable 3DS games? Really? Like, mm. nothing? That's a good point. Or, or, like, are there that many... Are they going to be, like... Are there, is the booth going to be taken up with, like, viewing theaters where, like, each one is going to be dedicated to an NX game or something? Like, maybe, maybe there's some weird that's X the factor NX that we secret. don't know you about. Don't, the NX factor you don't we don't know play about. play it. Right. You don't play the games. You just, you watch, just watch them. them. So that's they're going <laughs> to be DVD all player. watchable like, and next play games it's a like, yeah, DVD like those VHS games that <laughs> yes. you know, like Road Blaster <laughs> Ma- Max Action or whatever yeah. that shit <laughs> that shit was called. Action Max. Yeah. Action Max. That's right. <laughs> I kind of like Max Action better, but it's um, <laughs> a good. Yeah. So you know, I think we talked about it on the show a bunch before. So the system itself being delayed next year, not so much a surprise. Actually, nope. coming out in March seems just weird right like well it's got to come out before the end of the fiscal year 3ds came out in march right but but a big boy console system yeah coming out in march like that is when has when's the last time that happened yeah but i don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily i mean i think it kind of like it's nice to not have to be in the same november window that i think games but if you're a retailer if you're if you're anybody who's worked in games the last 30 years not like us but like guy works at walmart and whatever it's it's weird. Like that's a big weird deal to to schedule a launch because whatever crazy percentage of their sales all happens at Christmas, right? And so it's, the, a, it's a chicken and the egg thing. Which is that because they always launch then, or because but whatever it is, those guys are weird and superstitious. There's like three key things that make this weird. Is one so they're mi- they're missing that Christmas. We got the they're the Neo this year Christmas the Neo year, yeah. not Neo but the Neo uh, PlayStation coming out PlayStation VR coming out. Everybody's going to be spending their money. But the other thing is that if they're m- launching in March, that says to me that their third-party games right. aren't going to be ready. Right. Because they're banking on the slow kind of 
Some yeah, kind of because no, in games. no third parties are going to have March like a lot of uh, March releases. Here's You're going to get a lot. You mean multi skewed, not just for NX. Well, but yeah, games you, that are going to come out on most of the major releases are going to come. I'm sure as they always. Do I'm sure we're going to get every like you know freebie Ubisoft port of the last Assassin's Creed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think you're going to get actual third party support. I think X. Nintendo isn't banking on third party support. Well, well surprise. Yeah, well, whether yeah. they are or not. I mean, the, the thing though, I mean, it looks pretty obviously like they wanted it out this year. And couldn't make it, but can't afford to wait a whole yeah. another year, so yeah. they have to do it, you know, right. as soon as possible. And the next obvious time is end of the fiscal year, right? So, right. I well, mean, what do you think? What do you think is? I mean, so between E three and then the end of the year, mm-hmm. it's like what? So there's that's a six month difference. Like, what is going to change in those? Well, six months? I think for sure, right? Like, what I was thinking earlier, I didn't get to mention it, but is like with this whole not having an obvious big game for this year. Maybe they just were like, look, like this year we're going to have to do something we've never done before and actually hold stuff back and like we're going to take a loss. It's not going to, in order to make sure that the launch of NX actually does have games and actually doesn't suck right. like the you right. know, previous launches. And I mean, that's not a bad, sooner or later, you're, if, you're, if your system fails, which right. is usually coming off a successful system, but they're kind of coming off a more or less failure, right? And so like when you fail... All bets are off. You got to you got to reset. You got to yeah. start over. Having to support three systems cannot be easy, especially when you're pretty much the person carrying the system on your shoulders. And if you rush stuff or you know half-ass stuff, maybe that's how you end up with like Nintendo Land, right? That's well, like a launch well, what, game. <laughs> well, what I mean, not 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 necessarily to release it, but I mean to have like an announcement. Like, why not at E3? Like, why not the time where everybody's right. going to be waiting for? Like, so, I, you what do, is it that's not ready? You know? Well, you do wonder. So, like, you know, PS4 was not announced at at E3, right? Like the just before, the, the, yeah. it was well before yeah. PS4. Remember, they had that own February. separate thing. That's true. Later this year doesn't necessarily mean after E3 either. And and Microsoft had their own special thing. It's almost just like no one just announces stuff at E3 anymore. Right. Like Nintendo did with, with Wii U, I think, is when they, they first showed that video and then the next year when they showed it. But like maybe they're thinking the same thing, like dedicated uh, own event or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe maybe it really is that NX is not going to be there like physically, but they will be you know showing games and stuff like that. I mean, if they are going to have an E3 press conference or a Nintendo Direct or whatever, it seems like they're going to have to be talking about I mean, it's not going to be another 1 hour about Zelda, right? Like they're going to have yeah. to have the other stuff. They're going to have to show stuff for the well, they 3DS. They announced that already, right? Like people or was that fake? People were showing like Reggie on their 3DS um thing saying that it's the Friday before E3 is going to be the 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 direct presentation or whatever. Hmm. Um, it's news so, to me if, yeah, if, if, to me. if that's the case. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, what, whatever. It, I mean, they're going to have a Nintendo Direct or an E3 press conference, one or the other. It's just a matter of like they're, the the point is they're not going to just talk conference. about yeah. an hour of Zelda and nothing else. They're not going to not talk about NX somehow. But that maybe, sounds like a Femi Chicky bet. <laughs> like a Femi Chicky bet. I think they. I think, think it's going to be just well, the thirty. I, like John said, it's the thirtieth anniversary of Zelda, so they'll like go in depth in Zelda and do like a, just this big Zelda blowout. I it's think not going to be just only that, though. I mean, that they're going to talk about maybe not playable in the booth, but they're going to anyway. Maybe they're like, we already lost this year, so let's just yeah. try some crazy shit and see what happens. Like for you know, it could very well be like a Zelda documentary. Who knows? Um, what about the next two mobile games being like game ass games? So uh, we knew they were going to be game 
Animal-ass games. They already said that. Uh, like, well, we they said there were going to be more, but not. they didn't say they were going to be Animal Crossing and they were going to be like Fire Emblem. They didn't yeah. say they were no, going to be No, but they said like, they would be games and not apps like Mitomo. They said right. Mitomo is an app and the next four are going to be games. But these are like storied yeah. major console Nintendo franchises. Yeah. So this is game, game-ass games is what I'm saying. John, are so, you, like, are you I mean, ready to spend hundreds of dollars on your Fire Emblem? Gotcha? It really depends on what it's going to be. Because like, right, I mean, it's it's... I'm super excited for the possibility, but you have to be cautious about this because, like, for all we know, I mean, look at the last couple Animal Crossings that came out. They were not real Animal Crossings, you know. Sure. Like, for all we know, it could be some stupid like Animal Crossing, you know, uh, car, uh, crossword puzzle or something. I was something. thinking like, maybe it's the coffee mini game where you just make coffee for the animals. Or something. <laughs> I mean, I want to think it's going to be like a legit Fire Emblem that maybe ties into like some cons- new console version as well or something, you know, yeah. or like, but I, like, well, they do seem to be going out of their way to say that they seem to be addressing that kind of worry and seem to be saying that no it is going to be like a mainline thing you know they're saying like um for the former making it more accessible in comparison to the final games for nintendo dedicated systems um nintendo offers the great value of a role-playing strategy game mm-hmm. and then nintendo will design mm-hmm. the latter games so will be connected mm-hmm. with the world of crossing um, both of these are pure game applications. So, like, mm. I feel like it would be a little if they end up like pulling like the you know the old crossword kind of thing or well, cross or something. I'm, I'm more worried that it's just going to be like another gotcha game like Grand Blue Fantasy or Monster Strike. I'm sure where it's going to have the game yeah. mechanic. Well, it it has, sure, but some what mechanic I, to make money. What I mean by that is that like it's it's the game is basically but simple and uninteresting because what they if, just well, want you, just you got, to spend you just had three people talking about how interesting Grand Blue Fantasy and I was, was. Fa- I fell asleep and during you that didn't, whole but you haven't thing. even tried it, it, it I don't like, give it, a shit because it, you know what it's the same fucking game as all the other ones where there's <laughs> like one gameplay mechanic it. 7,000 menus and a gotcha uh, I just system. for the record I never said that like if if, it, if they gave, if Nintendo put out a game that was like Grand Blue Fantasy level I would be supremely disappointed because yes. they are capable of much 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 better games Agreed. than that but 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 i mean like with the case of like animal crossing or, or fire emblem actually what would what would what if like you had to pay to bring your characters back from the dead or something like maybe i'm sure that that's, See, that's a good there. idea that's a you good wanna, idea you want you got, you're going to play with permadeath okay you, it's a real cost literally you have to pay money sure if you and then and that makes sense price. with the gotcha system as long as it's like a game ass game and not a fucking skin for your money laundering scheme <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, we'll see. Um, a little other minor things. Um, the uh, Baby Metal is coming to Super Mario Maker. Japanese. I, you know, I thought that they like actually played their instruments, and I saw them on TV the other day. All they do is dance while like guys in the background <laughs> they, they actually sing. play the music. They sing. No, they, well, they sing, but like I thought that like there's they three of sing. them, right? You can't I thought take like that from them. I thought like one is on no, drums, no, no, no. one is on bass, one's on guitar, and oh, sings. No, yeah, I thought that at first too, and like was much more. They're basically like, like respected AKB them. Trio. Yeah, they're idol. They're yeah. idols. Metal idols. You know, Japan. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna rip up your all your baby metal posters. Well, they had some really cool ads in the station like a couple yeah. weeks ago and i was like oh i think it's a cool contrast to shit like akb no, which it's, is just, it's the same thing just a different coat of paint like what you're saying with mobile games it's a, it's a, a little it's a, it's a step up from let's just be up. real it's not like 48 like nameless drones like all <laughs> yeah i mean that's yeah. true that's true yeah um mitomo also now has splatoon what yes outfits and by shit. the way so t- this is- time to time to jj was right one one and a half weeks. Because <laughs> last we, last time we were like, oh, Nite- the Nintendo's going to take their time and see how long they can go 
without putting in a tie into another well, we, game. We just, Maybe they did. Well, they did. We just they pointed out that they <laughs> didn't. Was just a they month. waited a month. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't point. Out, well, yeah, our point was that they didn't out of the gate hit with the franchise stuff. They were going to kind of see how it did without it first, and then now, uh, yeah, I think bringing Splatoon out, you know, while very wildly popular, especially in Japan, is also still not the like slam dunk thing, right? Like the, if you're like well, no, listing Nintendo yet. franchises. In terms of like in Japan right now, wide appeal and Splatoon stuff like is, that, but like not is it. it? It's not Mario. It's not Mario. That I think is arguable. Right you now, you throw out Mario. Come on, like Mario. Mario is like was well Mario more iconic. Mario was, was one people. of the first things that you could get. Kids don't know Mario. Dude, Splatoon. <laughs> literally in Old Japan, Splatoon. Know Mario, is everybody know Mario. No, I know it. It's like the hot thing right now, but like. Go out and get like the whatever the, the Z fr- factor numbers the, of how many people know what Splatoon is and how many people know the first, what Mario is. The first day the Mario outfit was available, so well, the Mario Splatoon, outfit was available. There's you can a Mario get, outfit a Mario. you can get if you. I thought it was just the hat. On, on no, there's Nintendo. a there's now the hat is free. Well, but the outfit you can use coins to get. Uh, Splatoon they did um, it as the point. Splatoon they did like a Twitter thing where they counted up the retweets and if they got over a certain amount they were going to unveil like more stuff and they hit the max I think and so they gave out like two. The, wigs the, the boy wig and the girl wig. And then they op- they opened up Mitomo Drop with some Splatoon outfits like that's running to the end of May, so like you can get other Splatoon. Right, and there's stuff know. that you can buy s- straight from my Nintendo Right. Stuff like right. That. Messages on all three accounts get over ten thousand total retweets. Every Mitomo user logs in between April twenty seventh and May twenty ninth will get an inkling boy wig oh. in their gift box. If and they're a over twenty thousand an inkling girl wig will be given away to And they got over twenty thousand. Yeah, so. they hit that shit quick. So, uh, jump on and get that stuff, I guess. Um, uh, finally, uh, in Nintendo news, this is kind of buried. I, we don't really know what it means, but they're like kind of restructuring the uh, executive officer system in the company. Um, yeah. It, uh, ostensibly, I guess it was noted to be more like a, a structured like a Western company. Um and to kind of globalize Nintendo, I think, is how it was kind of pitched. Who knows really what's going on right. uh, behind the scenes in the in the Game of Thrones Nintendo just, politics. But um, I just hope it doesn't mean that the, the guys that ask the stupid questions at investors' meetings, <laughs> they don't get to make decisions for Nintendo going forward. The, uh, that would be scary. Transition <laughs> of company uh, and introduction of executive officer system. So we probably don't need to talk too much about this since we don't we really, really know, know what it means. What it means yeah. But something's going on there. I'd be interested to know like 10 years from now when we actually find out what the hell was going on inside Nintendo in this very, I'm sure, interesting uh, period of their history. Um, JJ, we've talked a lot about Neo on this podcast, but yes. not Neo. Yes. Neo, but not Neo. So actually, it's funny because there is kind of a... People are speculating on ties that Neo has with the Neo. No. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, Mark, but in Neo, there are... Neo, the Koei game, the and Koei Neo, game. The, the rumored, but now like seemingly confirmed by another report. Uh, this was from Giant Bomb. From Giant Bomb, PS4, H. PS4 Plus, PS4K, PS4.5 has a lot of different names, but basically the thing people are talking about is a new, like, souped-up PS4. Yeah, like a PS4S. What is the Neo-Neo connection? So in Neo, the game, there is a option to toggle between a faster frame rate mode and a higher resolution mode. Somebody uh, somebody also said that there was some, like, a lock-on 
uh, option, which I looked in the options before I played it, that made the lock-on better somehow. Or yeah, something. I, well, I'll you don't know what that's about. It. But anyways, I thought that was interesting because that sort of thing, and and you'll, I guess you'll talk about it when you read it, is sort of like what the Neo, the PS4K, as I'm just going to call it from now on, is kind of like being used for. Basically. The games that you can play on your PS4, you can play with better frame right. rates and stuff. So on this the PS4 this report game. adds on to the older report that broke around GDC from Patrick Klepek about the existence of this thing, and goes on to talk about that you know basically kind of the rules around it um, that basically it cannot uh, it just basically is can be a better frame rate, um, better uh, resolution. Um, hmm. It's a basically they offer the same user experience. There's a bunch of other like little rules. Local co-op you could do kind of. You can't offer a mode on. They would only be playable on one piece of hardware yeah. and not on another. Um, one kind of asterisk to that is like a local co-op game that features four players on the base PS4 could offer eight-player co-op local on the Neo, for example, but not online. That'd be cool. Um, so, you know, like a lot of people were taking the early report to be like, oh, this is going to be um, done for for PlayStation VR. There's going to be things that are exclusive to the Neo version in VR right. and stuff like that. That's that's not uh, the case, uh, according to this new Which is good, because it would just be yeah. a hot mess if it was otherwise. Like exactly, this, yeah. this report made me feel a lot better about this mm. whole thing, because it feels it feels like a system for people who want a little bit more. So yeah, and, and just to finish rounding sure. that out, basically the thing about the frame rate is that the frame rate of Neo games uh, or games in Neo mode, as they say, must meet or exceed the frame rate of games in the original PS4, so that you don't have people trying to offer bells and whistles or like a higher res mode and then hurting the experience. What they can't regulate, and what I think I've seen some online concern about, is that games would come out that have you know are playable but have kind of a substandard frame rate on normal ps4 a lot of right. people talk about um a lot of people talk about fucking not wasteland what am i thinking of i'm totally fallout fallout, fallout 4 uh and using that as an example of something that a company might be like okay with the normal version being substandard and not really pushing it because the neo version is actually like the smooth like real experience right, that right. they're like planning for also some people have concerns with bugs happening on one version and not the other and like is everybody going to be able to support both and that kind of stuff especially like little indie devs and stuff like that i think Um, those are definitely valid concerns i think it's like you know the way they're positioning it definitely sounds like a iphone to iphone you know s series sort of upgrade and right but even that had that is stuff that only works on one and not the other though you know well but it's very rare so Mm. i mean nowadays it's pretty rare i think most people develop for the most popular version at the time right and so i think you know maybe maybe eventually we'll see that sort of thing uh, but I think at first it's going to be mostly stuff geared to PS4 with like a little bit of extra. Sure. What yeah. I would, and importantly, none of this. We should just remind people: none of this is coming from Sony, so they haven't really sure. even had a chance to like right. 
plead their case yet right. on, on what this is or fill in all the details or whatever. Like, it seems like we're getting now, like, solid inside info from somewhere. But, like, just like the first report, we don't know that we have all of it or, yeah. like, that all of it's accurate. I think it's funny, though. It does feel like we have all of it. It's like the only thing we don't have is the price and what it looks like. Actually, yeah. no, we do have the price. It's three ninety nine. That's what the oh, really? <laughs> well, according to the earlier reports. Right. Yeah, that's what, what is the PS4 about. currently? Two, I think it's three forty nine. Something oh. like that, but I'm sure that'll drop. Yeah, three ninety nine seems reasonable, but I'm I mean, I'm of two minds at this because like for one, I agree, like because it's good it would just ruin the market if if you allowed people to make like exclusive games it just becomes a PC basically. Like that would just be a hot mess. But on the yeah. other hand, I would have really liked to pay I, I would buy a more expensive ps4 if i knew for example it also played ps3 games like off, off oh, you know, like yeah, if i could use my old games that would be huge for me and i would pay hmm. i would pay a lot of money for that like i would that. pay up to five or six hundred for like a ps yeah. playstation that played everything you know one two three four yeah i mean um yeah we talked about it last time too i would buy it just to get loading on games that already exist to go faster destiny bloodborne especially sure. like they're still loading is still kind of a thing that's a pain in the ass sometimes but frame rate also is huge to me i mm. i would just worry about games coming out like being it's okay because of the new hotness and not really like playing strictly to the market and being like okay well we don't have to get it up to 30 like for the right. for the right, for right. the regular user, it's like it's close enough, and you know it, it'll be cool because all of our but that's dev not units, really that's not really to your benefit as a dev though because you're talking about an audience yeah. of thirty something million, exactly. forty million people right, but versus they might like think what? themselves right, but they're not. But the point is that they would not be like okay, well, no one's gonna buy it on PS4. They'll be like, oh yeah, well, it'll be fine. I mean, it's you know what, it's close enough to thirty or whatever so. on, that would on be regular PS4. Um, yeah, they just respectable need to be- respectable developers won't do that. Yeah, I get the feeling well, that see, won't I mean, be already that Fallout big of a 4 came out and was that way already. I mean, so. that's, yeah, but that's they're used Bethesda. to shipping buggy like, you know, <laughs> shitty <laughs> betas on all their games, yeah. so betas that never become full games. <laughs> I, I know. Um no, but like yeah, I'm I'm interested like, you know, it's funny. I hope that this continues and then like I won't buy the this version, but maybe the the next iteration of the PlayStation 4. I don't think 4. you can iterate too many times. You could, you maybe have this once in well, this cycle before they go to well, there was Sooner or later, you have to cut off the old games. Well, and, right. Sooner or later, you have to say, okay, this is it. No, like, you know, DSi. This is the 3DS. Sure. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, well, there was a quote from Shuhei Yoshida from somebody who was a dev. He was talking to Shuhei Yoshida, and he said... Like oh yeah, it'd be cool when the they yeah, were talking about PS5. That PS5 is even and basically come like out. is like if there's a PS5, right? So like you know maybe I don't get the Neo, but I get the next one, and then you know eventually PlayStation Four gets phased out. But I don't think like iPhone. I mean that's basically yeah, how iPhone. I don't, works. I don't know if we necessarily need the you know clear cut generation shifts anymore. The technology isn't so much that like the generational these giant generational gaps are even going to be that much noticeable anymore and i think on the development side it'd probably be a lot nicer that they don't have to learn all this new hardware or like have to invent new tech i don't think this is going to sell like a ton right off the bat i mean what i think this is going to do is make the uh, the current ps4 cheaper and then that's going to sell a ton like over this holiday yeah i totally think that's um gonna happen but you know i think what nx or nintendo seems to be doing with nx like based on just all the hearsay from from nintendo themselves over the past few years is like they're building their like one 
platform going forward, like right. merging handheld and console and all that. And I think the point of that is so that, yeah, going forward from now, no matter how many times you have to get a new system over the years, it's going to play all the games yeah. up from now on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you're ever going to, like, question backwards compatibility with Nintendo ever again. And I hope so. I really? hope the other guys... Well, yeah, that just makes sense, right? So you think like, NX is going to play 3DS games? No, no, I mean from now forward. I mean, like, well, basically starting with NX. Like, maybe it will play some stuff that already exists. I hope it will, like, let me carry all my virtual console stuff Kimi- and everything. Kimishima said in, uh, yeah, he in said the press that conference... Yeah, 3DS and, and Wii U are still going to right. exist as their own things, but... We don't know. Oh, sure. It's we the, know they're going to connect not, somehow. He said it's not a how. replacement for those right. systems. So. Right, but that doesn't mean they're not going to work together. I'm sure they are in some I think capacity. they will, yeah. But I just feel like, you really? know, now... I mean, not, yeah. not with Wii U... No, with Wii U, uh, well, I, yeah. maybe I don't see why not. When they announced, when they first announced it, they showed could all. Be, I think NX I mean. is going to work with Wii U. Is what you're saying? Uh, it could. I mean, because of well, the way could, my Nintendo but you're is, saying you think it will. I I don't think it won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not That's, saying like I, <laughs> you're not like on trial here. Like, but but you. Well, I'm. I don't know. Wii U is. You, it's, I, the you, reason I'm not like saying yes, yes, because I don't actually have a good idea in mind. But I, I just looks like everything they're doing is setting it up for that. Like, my Nintendo right now, the way it's carrying across between mobile and 3DS and Wii U and then NX and everything, like, there's no reason why, you know, for example, that Animal Crossing thing that comes out on the phone couldn't work with the Wii U version as well, as well as the 3DS version, as well as a new version. Like, they're trying to tie everything together, mm, you know? Mm. And then I, my and what I want to see is basically... No more, like, I'm getting a new console, I have to rebuy all my old games again, like, bullshit. Everyone who says backwards compatibility is not a thing, you're all wrong. Like, everybody would love backwards (laughs) compatibility if they could have it. PS, I have tons of PS3 games I wish I could play on my PS4. Like, so I feel like that's where it's going, and I I think, like, in in Sony's case, again, they haven't announced anything officially yet, but it would have been really nice if this would have included, like, an option to play my older games. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see if there's, like, some sort of do key that when feature. They can keep selling them. I mean, they're just making shit tons selling Final Fantasy VII again now on PS4. It's, like, one of the best-selling games yeah. on PSN, right? Like, are they going to just give that up? I can't imagine. If they're going to keep giving me games for free with PlayStation Plus, then I'm sort of like, well, you sort of—it's a trade-off. But yeah. I mean, I would rather pay like do like the Nintendo style thing or like the PSP style thing, where like right. you pay a small amount for games you already owned. Maybe I put the disc in or something, and it knows I owned it, and I only have to pay like five dollars instead of like buying it again for twenty dollars or, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'd rather do something like that at least. I'd rather they just here's work. here's a question. Well, like a me PC. too. I want to be able to put the disc in and it works like Here, a PC. Here's a question: Does Nintendo ever have? people pay for any kind of online service potentially getting games free like ps plus Mm. it doesn't seem to be in in, to me to be in nintendo's dna to do that because like nintendo has never been a like they've been perfectly fine with not giving shit away for free you know what i mean like yeah sony and microsoft microsoft didn't want to do it either they had to do it because sony is doing so well at it i mean they wouldn't be free xbox games now if it wasn't for playstation plus they're mm-hmm. like that's why they're giving you like shit from like two years ago because like they don't want to do it but they have to what if it Nintendo was a ser- have what to. if it was a service that you got virtual console games well what i would pay for is like yeah something like a subscription thing or something where like maybe i pay x amount a year but i get access to old games or something you know or it really or, doesn't make know. sense that they never did that i but, like, Nintendo, if they're going to ramp up online, right, like, one of the things PSN does is cover those costs. And it's actually a huge money driver now, too, right? And not just to not just be serving game media, but also 
Netflix and other stuff like that. Mm. I'm just saying, playing devil's advocate here because I think sure. the strongest case against it is saying like, well, Nintendo still associates with kids so much that they would yeah. never institute something to have like a monthly fee. However, if I'm Nintendo, it's pretty hard to ignore PSN to me. PSN yeah. is like a big money driver. It also drives games to their platform. It's like there's a lot of things about it that is making a lot of money and it's kind of it's accepted now that people will pay a monthly fee to play their games online Whereas only Nintendo's because they're getting it away free games free. though like remember a lot of people had a hard time like paying i mean people paid for xbox live because the service was new and and interesting at the time and it was so much better than psn right but now you wouldn't pay 50 dollars a year for uh, for xbox live if you weren't getting something else in return unfortunately right? i still am and i need to, I, I canceled I need to cancel mine a long that, time ago but, but um it renews every like once a year yeah. i'm like god damn it i didn't stop it before <laughs> yeah i think it's one of those year. things where like I, yeah i don't know it's with mobile phones and not ever having to pay for online there mm. or anything like that it just seems I don't know. If they have, hadn't done it by now, then I don't think they're going to do it. Okay. Well, just a random question I thought of while we were talking about this other stuff. So um, uh, shall we move on? Is that is that everything with Nintendo? Does anybody have anything else that they weren't able to say that they thought about all of this stuff? I think there's, uh, to sum up, I think there's big pieces that we don't know about, not including, of course, like what the hell the NX is and yeah. stuff like that. But right. like... The E3 stuff right now doesn't seem to really, like, add up to me, uh, everything. I think it's like, oh, and we're, like, having this big, you know, gala event. Or, right. oh, yeah, oh, and you half of the booth is Koi? NX movies or something. Or, yeah. oh, and, you know, surprise, this other thing. But um, anyway, anything, NX, anything, NX under else? everybody's chair, mm-hmm. E3. Yes. Surprise. You get an NX. And you that get means an NX. I want to go to E3. Um. So, anybody, anything else? Should we move on? I let's, think so. I think it's time. Exhaust it. Um, speaking of exhausted, I guess Miyazaki's tired of Dark Souls. Yeah, it says like it's it. pretty much done. I saw not this news, but I saw a lot of people, different people, talking around this news, which I'm glad to finally see. Oh, that's where this was all coming this from. This is definitely age speaking because to be tired of like an extremely successful worldwide franchise after only three games when they made like 17 shitty Kingsfield games. Means that you know he must be getting old and like yeah. just can't 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 hold it up anymore. Well, he's in charge now, so you know he can do whatever yeah. he wants. He says it'll have no, Dark Souls I'm, Three will have several DLCs like previous games, but there's absolutely no plan right now for any sequels, spin-offs, or tie-ins. I can't say for certain the possibility is zero. So he's just saying right now yeah. there's no plans for that. I mean that's good. I think it's I, if if you're that talented at making games, I'd like you see you do other stuff, just like mm, Kojima. Same. Like I was like, okay, Metal Gear is cool and all, but like why don't right. you make other retire stuff? it a bit? I mean, we're yeah. just talking about like the fatigue happening with it. Yep. So, um, he goes on to say, what's certain for me now is to me personally, Dark Souls is over. So rather than make another sequel, I think it's time to take a step in a new direction. Development of new IP has already begun. So I am hyped for that. It'll be very interesting to see with Miyazaki at the helm if From goes back to their previous kind of like interesting but ultimately like too flawed and not that interesting not like like worth playing games yeah 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 um or like a lot of armored core games which the interview goes on to ask if he would you know do another core game he says personally he wants to do it they could still get a bunch of free money just by putting dark souls one out on ps4 like so there's still that option So yeah, this was a uh, like Google translated uh, interview. So uh, any errors in that? Blame Google Translate. 
Blame Jason. Sony was uh, ceasing Xbox 360 production. Did you guys see that news? (laughs) Hot off the uh, Forbes presses. Um, Actually, it's supposed to be Microsoft. Uh, Not too much of a surprise. They're going to continue to sell existing inventory, of course, with availability varying by country. The thing is 10 years old. Uh, Let's see. All these bullshit numbers. It doesn't say how many of them they've actually sold worldwide, so I'm just not going to say any of the other ones. But anyway... I saw an interesting graph that showed that uh, as of like a month or so ago, the PS3 was the best-selling non-Wii console of the last generation. That makes sense. I'm it sure, was trending yeah. that direction. <laughs> it was very much like a Genesis Super Nintendo thing. Like yeah. one led most of the generation, but at the end, like you know, the other one won. But I thought it was funny. In, in the end, in the end, the better one. Microsoft out. was in third place, like not even second place, because the Wii yeah. sold that much. Mm-hmm. You know? Unfortunately, not with the PS3 360. The better one did win out. If the PS3 did really overtake it, I like the PS3. In the end, it took a while, but they got it where it needed to be. Eh. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, when history is told, PS3 was not not lost to the 360. I'd say in exclusive games, where you only had it on one or the other, and pretty much everything else, the online service, to be sure. Sure. Um, I mean, there's a reason everyone was only playing 360, and there's a reason now most people are playing PS4. Um, what is this? Mega Drive uh, game mods are supported via Steam. Mega Drive? So, yeah. Classics Hub will feature Steam Workshop support and a library of Mega Drive games accessible via virtual bedroom when it launches 28th of April. That the bedroom JJ has a dynamic day and light cycle because you need to know when it's time to go to bed. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is really cool because basically Sega is making that's pretty progressive of them okay. retro game mods like a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, is... you can make naked Sonic guys go and do that. <laughs> Sonic's always naked. Don't give our audience about? any oh, ideas, yeah. JJ. No, he's got shoes on. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what is you got me. <laughs> with the chili dog thing with Sonic, isn't there, what is there, like some, some fetish with Sonic and oh, chili dogs? You can make the fat inflated Sonic. You're going down a dark don't, path. Don't, yeah, let's not give people ideas. Um, so Street Fighter V uh, breaks records at EVO 2016 with more than 4,000 competitors. That's awesome. I don't know how they're going to whittle all those down in the same amount of time. but uh, It's going to apparently take two days to get through all the pools. Oh, really? Instead For just of one pools? Yeah. Wow. Um, that's interesting because the game itself, I think, is not you know selling as well, but that's great. I think EVO is more yeah, popular I think than ever. Yeah, I think what it is is that like the game didn't sell as well, but it sold to the hardcore It has the potential set. more than most, I think, to be like a long-running thing. I though, really you know? I I think it's so. going to just slowly build yeah. and build. I do still see people talk about Guile is coming out yeah. soon. I they see lots of ma- talk about it. Somehow managed to not make him look awful. <laughs> it's, it is like in the life of that game, and I think they see it this way, a very, very early. But I just hope that that's true sales-wise because typically like sales happen you know, much more weighted towards the front. Speaking of fighting games, SNK is now SNK again. Thank God. No Yay. longer SNK Play More. They even brought back the old slogan, the future is now. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, man. Maybe they'll have like uh, one, like 100 Mega Shock. Gig Mega Shock. Mega Shock. <laughs> 100 gigs of b- big game or something like that. This makes me feel good. Right? Inside. I do too. I, I, I want good things yeah, for like SNK. I want them King, to do good things. King of Fighters 15 still looks like a Chinese free to play game. King but of Fighters 14. 14, 15. <laughs> coming this August. But Publisher Atlas. The gameplay looks solid. I, yeah, I hope they. I hope they do well. Um, not doing so well. Keeping in fighting games. Tekken Cross Street Fighter officially on hold. Surprise. Yeah. 
They, what, uh, yeah. they, they showed like one 3D model for Ryu at some point. I Did think they? it was all we ever saw. That yeah, game. we brought that up every once in a while. Like, hey, what the hell ever happened to that? Yeah, what's going on with that? Well, I think not, Pokemon not happened, much. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Speedrunner shaved what? Uh, 387 milliseconds. I saw that over his speedrun. Intense. That was awesome. That's kind of fucking nuts. So uh, f- record breaking, four minutes. 57 seconds 260 milliseconds did you see there were like a certain at least a portion of that was like frame perfect like he basically did it like you know people do tool assisted runs where you right. like yeah. literally he actually played that way someone like a someone said chunk of that. someone said he was only 16 frames off from oh, a like perfect run, run or something wow. like Jesus that yeah Christ. yeah insane they're getting down to frames so yeah. in our lifetimes there probably will be a frame perfect human run of that game um it's pretty amazing yeah we're not going to talk about this stupid uh game industry vet thing because giving that person attention i've already gotten more than attention that he is worth and that's pretty much all that he wants um but speaking of giving attention to yes attention <laughs> whores uh youporn sponsored esports team barred from esl because they have strict no drugs no alcohol no pornography rules even so it seems like they're trying to they're like we're talking to our yeah. lawyers uh, we'll we'll let them know if anything changes um yeah, Team YouTube, Uporn, sorry, was born in late 2014 when the Spanish-based team Play to Win won the sponsorship contract from Uporn and renamed itself. Hmm. So I thought it was interesting. They said something about like the, some of the countries that they operate in. Uh-huh. Porn is illegal, so they can't be right. associated with the, it. the league. Basically, I was mean, like, yeah, that's a pretty the good electronic reason. sports league. Yeah, you can see how that would how that would happen. You probably. Um, President of Star Fox Zero Dev Platinum Games. Oh yeah, so Platinum Games. This is president, friend of the show, uh, Tatsuya Minami stepped down. A lot of people yeah. were tying this to the Star so, Fox yeah, release, po- poly- so poly- which is Polygon. Brian Crescente, love the man, but he was totally using this as a way to kick Platinum while they were down. He like basically, well, you know, half uh, of the articles about Star Fox. I mean, to be fair, a lot of people put the two things together it was like the natural thing i mean it happened like i think the day that the reviews were hitting but or who, something and the who, reviews were not great the reviews were not great but now what did this guy have anything to no, do with it? no that is not of course it you just tie to it to the you just there was no info to the the latest news and that's what happens it, it wasn't will, just polygon it was a lot of people but i do agree that it was like yeah that that, that wouldn't the thing the that timing kind of, would be weird yeah the thing that kind of upsets me is like they everybody was so busy tying it to Star Fox that nobody bothered to ask why the hell like there was no information about why he left. They didn't he yeah, left they, all they, of a sudden they said uh, something to, I don't even remember what they said something about the end was it the fiscal year thing or yeah. something or? No nobody on Twitter was like oh we'll miss but, you or anything like that. It was like complete and total silence from Platinum. But, this guy just left. The, the the news that I think a lot of people didn't report out of that, which I think is good news, is that Inaba moved up to be on the board. Inaba, yeah. who's you know a former Capcom dude who's made a lot of amazing games. Like it's not the end of Platinum or anything like that. It's no, just, it, it should happen sometimes. That, it's just that's weird. Yeah, people should dig into that. And finally, <laughs> on a lighter note, oh yes, uh, somebody dug up an old article from friend of the show, uh, John's former boss Ed Semrad, uh, Semradical. <laughs> Uh, of Electronic Gaming Monthly uh, editor-in-chief fame uh, before he worked at EGM. This is uh, dated August 9th, 1986 from the Milwaukee Journal. Mm. And uh, Roy, how old were you that year? Uh, I was, what year? I was in 1986. 
86, it was two. I was right. So two-year-old Roy might have read, uh, if he would have opened that uh, August on 9th newspaper. Milwaukee <laughs> Journal, uh, where do we go? They basically, it was like, you know, pointing out the... Uh, the problems with the NES and just you, like you said, he that did the a comparison the between the thing. NES, the what was it, the, the 7800 and the Master, Master System. System, and he ranked the NES dead last. He will say, you know, he does call out Rob, I think, fairly for being like a gimmick, which it did turn out to be. Sure. It can't be programmed. It's like, you know, you just that was cool as hell, though, at that point, and like he, when he, you didn't know what it was. He grants that, it grants okay. everybody, I look, mom, I can learn about you know, can control robots, learn about <laughs> robots, or whatever. But <laughs> did he actually say that? Or yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> this is uh yeah, this is how he thought it was gonna be. And so uh he's like, let's see, if you thought television discs were hard to get her used to, you haven't tried anything yet. I love that. I love that line. Is he talking about the NES controllers? Yeah. Well he said that yes. it, like it's impossible to do diagonals on He's the comparing NES the NES controller to the Intellivision and saying it's harder to use. The Intellivision disc is like yeah. ridiculously uh-huh. like complex. It's got like um, a keypad. What no controllers are the worst I have ever seen? Is what he said. <laughs> what I love about this is this is like basically now we have a frame of reference for when the console wars began because this is like <laughs> basically when because like he goes on to talk about he History's talks about Sega first troll. <laughs> he fucking loves Sega and he's like this is the first right piece of history we can find where. The Sega Nintendo console war started. He also like spends a but giant paragraph complaining about the fact that the, like the AC adapter was broken in the unit oh, he was yeah, given yeah. for reviewing and like bitching about that and like the service <laughs> I shit. I guess he had like, a word count. Yeah, just like the dumbass stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's like calling it out. Not you know, uh, doesn't look good as graphic screen detail as the Atari seventy eight hundred uh, <laughs> or the Sega. Uh, what else? I'm just so hard to pull out. Didn't you oh, say there was some, better sound. There fun. was there was something that he he was complaining about how that apparently Nintendo is going to stop producing ROMs and they're switching everything to discs. That's right. So it was like no, he I assumed buy the... that the Famicom disc system like was going to carry over. Yeah, that's Which, just bad reporting because like if you were you would have asked Nintendo at least about that, right? I mean. Yeah. Um, apparently, although... a year later, he released another article completely praising the NES. Oh, so. really? But this right. is just a weird, Redeemed. like, time Don't capsule. Don't ruin the fun, JJ. I know. Don't ruin the internet pylon. But I feel like that's a, a he was little radical. bit of interesting part of history. And hopefully that's what this podcast is. A little interesting part of history because it's over. Yay! JJ. Pretty much. Um, Maybe. Once Maybe. you tell people where all they can find us. Oh, shit. Um, yes, you can find us on our website at 8-4.jp, our second home, giantbomb.com. We also have a thread on the NeoGAF, uh, usually posted by somebody. Uh, it <laughs> usually is posted by somebody. Yeah, like Dylan somebody or Morrissey or, or, you know, yep. one of those other famous people. Sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, where you can find us on iTunes, give us star ratings someday we might read those again we'll surprise you we'll say that every episode until we finally do that's right um and uh my oh yes we have a twitter at 84 play we have a facebook go there my personal twitter is sbrsk just an episode mark mcd john tv on instagram i said at kotori and i think that's about it so jj you're so uh talky today why don't you uh why don't you take us out me a second here. sure for us the devil is real the temple keeper said i think that is why the wars among our people ceased everyone that fought in the great ceiling war had a common enemy 
Link sat on a chair cushioned in red velvet. He casually pushed a lock of strawberry blonde hair out of his face as he listened to the old bald priest drone on. This was a history lesson. Uncle had brought him is here this specifically to the past fan fiction? for <laughs> lessons. This is across the cross on the shield, a legend of Zelda fan fiction. Okay, no, uh, that Stop. involves Christianity. <laughs> oh, God. All right, stop now. Stop now. Stop it. Hey, I thought that was stop it. Stop the podcast. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. 
Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to pray and how to save my soul. He taught me how to praise my God and still play rock and roll. The music may sound different, but the message is the same. It's just an instrument to praise his name. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is a friend of mine. Silly songs. He loves me when I'm quiet and I have nothing to say. He'll love me when I'm perfect if I ever get that way. Jesus is a friend of Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. That's terrific, Sal. Thank you very much. Beautiful, beautiful. Well...